Welcome to the Ask Zach Show. I'm your host, Zach Childs. I've spent the last 30 years working in the music industry here in Nashville, Tennessee, during which I've done everything from touring with major artists like Brad Paisley and Carrie Underwood to playing the nastiest dive bars or even the occasional wedding. This show is all about barreling down the rabbit hole on all things guitar and the music we love. We will cover the legendary players, gear insights, and even some interviews along the way. I hope you enjoy. To support the show, follow the links in the description to find out about my Patreon page. Or go to my store at AskZach.com to pick up a coffee mug or t-shirt. Now, let's dive in. Hello, friends, and welcome to another Ask Zach. I hope you're doing well today. Uh, today, we are going to talk about amp placement. And, uh, and the reason is, is I got, I've got emails about it, and I realize what a practical thing that is and how, how everyone has to deal with that that's using an amp uh, live. And I, I deal with that every time I go and play out. So today, we're going to talk about putting on the ground, you know, leaning it back, getting it on a chair, baffling it. We're going to talk about all those things. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say one way is better than the other. These are just tools for you when you're out in the wild playing, uh, you know, for you to, uh, to deal with the situations you, you're probably going to uh, be uh, affected by. So you're going to run into these things. All right. So uh, before we get started, if you've been enjoying the show and or been watching the shows and uh, you haven't subscribed yet, well, please go down in the corner and do so. Also, if you've already subscribed, then I really appreciate you supporting the channel, which is what keeps the content going. Now, there's good old tip jar information in the description, or you can go to AskZach.com, and uh, there you can find out about Friends of Ask Zach, which is a way to support the channel on a monthly basis. And doing so, you get to see the episodes early without commercials, and uh, you also uh, you get uh, these Ask Zach D'Andrea celluloid guitar picks that are medium heavy and a, and a thank you note from me. And, uh, but, and then there's also uh, merch at AskZach.com another way. So this is the It's a Sickness shirt, which is, uh, uh, you know, a lot of times I, t I talk about having multiples of certain things that I like, you know, especially like when I... You know, at one point I had five Mostortion pedals and yeah, it's a sickness. So it's about that obsession level that we have with, uh, with guitar. That's what this shirt's about. So let's just dive in. All right. So most of the time, of course, when I'm, when I'm playing out, I'm going to be using a, you know, this deluxe reverb, uh, and usually I'll have a backup too. Uh, you know, I'll use the Tone Master Deluxe, or sometimes I'll use, I have a, a 64 Vox AC-10 that's been rehoused, and it's a 112. 
And uh, those are kind of the amps I play out the most with. I also have like, a, I have one of the Chris Stapleton Princetons and I have a, a 59 Harvard and I have a, a, a little, uh, a new uh, Fender Vibrachamp reverb that I use for really small, small gigs, like duo kind of things and stuff like that. But those are kind of the amps that I use. But most of the time I'm going to show up with the, with the Deluxe or the Vox AC-10. All right, and so as far as placement, my preference is to have the amp on the floor and about five to eight feet behind me, okay? And with that, by having the amp on the floor, you get the maximum amount of, you know, well, for lack of a better term, bigness. You get, you know, it's coupled with the floor, and so it's going to resonate, and that way your amp is going to sound as big and as beautiful as it's going to sound, okay? And that's a preference of a lot of players. A lot of players like to have their amp on the ground. And then by having it a couple feet back, you actually get to hear the full sound of the amp. Because if you have it on the ground and it's right behind you, you know, just, you know, a foot or two, well, guess what? Most of the sounds and the volume is just going past you and you're not even hearing what the amp, you know, really sounds like, okay? So that's my ideal situation. That, uh, you know, one, you know, the stage has to be big enough and, uh, you know, the, you know, the engineer has to allow, you know, that level of, of volume. But a, a lot of times I'm allowed to do that and it's not a problem. Okay, so let's talk about the engineer says you're too loud. Okay, well, at that point, you know, I'll think about, okay, can I turn down a little bit and still get the sound that I want? Or do I need to keep it at that volume level? If I can turn down, I will. If I can't, you know, if I need to have it at that volume setting to get the sound that I want, then what I'll do is I will baffle the amp somehow. So that can be multiple different things. Uh, sometimes, you know, it can be as simple as I can take, this is the Tukey cover that I use for my, my amps. And uh, these, I like them because they have this uh, Velcro strap on the bottom that holds them in place and these are padded. I really like these uh, these uh, covers a lot. I don't have an endorsement or anything with them. I've been buying these for 20 plus years. So sometimes I'll just set this in front of the amp and it will block a certain level of sound. Another thing I'll do is I'll bunch this up and put it in front and uh, under the front end of the amp just to lean it back a little bit. And also this will absorb a little bit of sound also. So that's a, you know, that's, you know, one level. A, uh, the, the problem with putting the cover in front of the amp is it doesn't really look very good. So now most of the time I will take two amps, not because I'm going to use them, but I always carry a backup. So one really uh, great thing to do as far as baffling, if you've got two amps and you're not going to use the other one, is you just put the other one in front of the other. And so that way, again, the sound is going to be diffused and blocked by this amp. Okay, in front of the other one. So you've got the other one either mic'd up or maybe you're just, you're not mic'd up. But anyway, this is gonna help out a ton, okay? So just by putting this in front of the other amp, it's gonna block that beam that's coming off of a 12 inch speaker that's usually hitting either the audience or the, uh, you know, the sound engineer, you know, right, sometimes right in the face. So this is a great, great solution. You know, and, and if you don't have another amp, I'm, you know, many times it shows you can find something to baffle the amp. All right. 
So another uh, situation that you run into is, let's say the stage isn't very big, okay? And that happens a lot. So you have a stage where you can't get the amp five to eight feet behind you. Well, in those situations, I usually will not put the amp on the ground simply because so much of the sound is just gonna be blowing past me. Now, if it's a really loud gig and nobody cares, I might do it. But most of the time, I wanna be able to hear my amp. And the reason I wanna hear my amp well is because, you know, I play Telecaster, but, you know, and, but I also do a lot of string bending. And I always want my bends to be in tune. And I find that for me to be in tune with my bends, I really need to be hearing, you know, the high end, you know, from the speaker, not bouncing off the walls and things like that. So in a situation where the stage is smaller and I can't have the amp further back, that's when I will either lean the amp back, if that works, to get me enough sound from, you know, treble coming from the speaker, or I will go ahead and find a folding chair or a milk you know, a crate or a beer crate or what have you, but something to get the amp, uh, you know, at least a couple feet off the ground. So, you know, like on my shows, I always, you know, have the amp up, you know, high. And, and that just, uh, and what that does is you're able to hear the amp and you're able to hear the highs and I'm able to play more in tune, especially with my bending. Now, here's what you lose by getting your amp off the ground you decouple it from the floor, which means you're gonna lose bass, okay? So that's gonna make, a lot of guys hate that, and there's a lot of guys that will not play without having their amp directly on the floor. They don't wanna decouple it, they want that low end. And I, you know, I don't blame them. So, uh, but, you know, sometimes it's just what you have to do. And in those cases, you know, I might turn the, the bass up a little bit, you know, on the amp if it has a bass control, or you just kind of get right with it, as it were. So, and you just kind of, you know, move forward and, uh, and, uh, and you, you be a, a easy to get along with guy. All right. So another situation you're going to run into is you're going to run into rooms that are overly bassy. Okay. And in those situations, you absolutely want to get your amp off the ground because you're just adding to the problem, okay? So, you know, get your amp off the ground, try to turn the bass down and just kind of get over it. Try to get as much, you know, direct sound going as possible and try not to have as much, you know, reverberating around. And in that kind of situation, I might also use, you know, my, my little amp cover. I might put it behind the amp to uh, you know, reduce the amount of, of sound that's coming out of the back of the amp. So that's a another you know technique. Um, yeah, you know, an, another you know situation you come into is just a room that's just really you know bouncy and everything's re reverberating around, and that's another situation where you want to get the amp up. You want to get it away from the floor. You want to get it to where you're hearing as much as much direct sound as possible and you know and you might want to baffle the back of the amp or you know who knows now in these situations you can also run into things where it's just like they're just telling you over and over you're too loud and then you you get the thing will turn the amp around well okay 
Well, then you have, you know, you turn the amp around and if they're still saying it's too loud, well, I mean, you can of course baffle the back. I mean, the amp's already turned, you know, against the wall Well, you can baffle the back. And then in those situations where they're still screaming that you're too loud, uh, you know, th this is kind of the, uh, the most extreme measure. And, uh, and sometimes you just run into these things where you have to be really low volume. And in these situations, I will bring a stand and uh, this is not my favorite to use. And uh, wow, I have got this all in my amp. Okay, here we go. All right, so this is a lean back amp stand. So this is welded. This was actually made by uh, String Swing, the company that uh, makes the uh, guitar hanger thing, you know, where to, uh, you put into the wall and they make a lot of display uh, things for uh, for guitar shops. Well, for uh, for True Tone, they made a couple of these uh, years ago. They just welded these together. And uh, and we used these at, uh, at trade shows, you know, again, because it was trying to reduce volume so that we wouldn't get into as much trouble with the uh, the volume, the DB police at the at the uh, at the NAM show. And so this is what I call worst case scenario. So I bring this when it's when you're really going to have a volume situation. And so one, you can put the amp behind you and leaning back into where it hits you right at the back of the head. And then if it's a situation where they're like, still, it's too much. Well, then you get in the situation where you put it in front of you like a monitor. So basically you have your amp right in front of you, leaning back, hitting you in the face. And in that situation, I probably won't take a deluxe reverb or the Vox. I'll probably take a Princeton or, a, or the Harvard or the little Vibrachamp because then you're talking about a really low volume situation. Again, you're getting paid to play. And so you're supposed to be, you know, you're supposed to be providing solutions. You're a problem solver. So if you're a problem, then you're less likely to get hired back. So this is worst case scenario. And sometimes, you know, if you're playing, at, you know, in an orchestra or for a show or at a church or something like that, you know, this is what, you know, sometimes you just end up having to do something like this. And you don't have to have this exactly. There's all sorts of ways you can lean your amp back. You can use a, a wedge, uh, you know, from a uh, you know, to like hold a door open or all sorts of things. But you definitely want to have a situation where the amp's not going to fall over during the show. So make sure it is secure. And of course, if it's a situation even worse than that, then you probably won't be able to use an amp at all. And you're going to be in a, uh, you know, going direct and using a Kemper, Iridium, et cetera, et cetera. So, but those are just, you know, kind of my, uh, you know, my practical tips as far as amps. Again, you know, if I have my druthers, you know, I'm going to have the amp on the floor and I'm going to have it, you know, a couple feet back where I'm able to hear the full sound of the guitar. But then just depending on the room and the situation, you just have to kind of roll with the punches depending on if there's too much bass or too much reflection. And also if there's too much reflection, you turn the reverb down, you might use less delay and be more direct sounding so that things aren't just bouncing around everywhere. And uh, everyone has to kind of be you know, cognizant of that so that you, you sound good. In the studio, 
you know, you have uh, some, you know, usually a lot of engineers will want to have the amp off the floor because they, they don't want that extra low end at all. And now some engineers will be okay with you leaving the amp on the floor, but the majority of them are going to say, I, I want the amp off the floor and, uh, and, you know, so that I have control over that and I don't have all this low end that's going to be fighting with the bass. And that's, and that's uh, completely legitimate and, and understandably so. All right, guys. Well, I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and today's, you know, look at uh, amp positioning. I hope this was good and practical. And, uh, you know, be sure and put, you know, comments below and in any other techniques that you've uh, come up with. I know guys will get plexiglass and stuff like that, but that's, uh, that's a little much for me. But, uh, yeah, just uh, put your comments below. And, uh, you know what, I'll see you next time. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Ask Zach podcast. If you want to dive deeper, check out my website, askzach.com, to find more articles and further info on each episode. And remember, it is the support from you, the listener, that keeps the show going. Thank you, friends.